Don't worry, we don't remember what happened earlier in this franchise either. Welcome to episode 14 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined by my co-hosts as always, Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, The Girl in the Spider's Web. I mean, he probably lives in an underground bunker in Clearwater, Florida. Definitely. In like a oxygen chamber. And never exposes his sun to the his light to his skin to the sun only when he's shooting on the wing of a plane so that he can remain immortal. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> All the benefits of living in Florida. <laughs> Uh, I just jumped in, but I'm just going to go ahead and assume we're talking about Tom Cruise. Yes, yes, yes. She, Sam was – I was saying that L.A. is, like, not an easy place to live if you're not rich, I think. I think I can – I'm the one who just came up with that, by the way. You can you can write that down. L.A. is not easy to live in if you're not rich. It's yeah. an insight, insight I came up with. There's a lot going on. And how we uh, but if you took are that rich. to Cruise, it was – I always felt like if it was good enough for Cruise, it was good enough for me. Wow. Because I would follow him anywhere. But mm-hmm. he doesn't even live here anymore. He lives in fucking Clearwater. Really? Yeah, he sold yep. his place here. I mean, I think he's more of like a nobad and he just travels wherever, but his primary home is Clearwater. Did you say no bad? Nomad. Oh, nomad. okay. <laughs> I heard no bad and I was like, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is that some new thing? <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is, that's what Cruz is. <laughs> Tom Cruise has never done bad, so it is it is an apt statement. It's true, it's true. He's 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 just the pure he's, truth of Scientology come to life. There's no badness about it. There's badness about Scientology, but there's no badness about Tom Cruise. Ooh, your math. I'd check your math on that one. I agree. I've I've calculated it. I've checked his work. He's correct. If I was a teacher, I would write on your paper CV after class. <laughs> And I would say, see me after class for a gold star and a cupcake. Yeah, like, what? You can't be a follower of religion and only, like, adhere to the good parts? You can. You can. Like, Christianity's got some problems, okay? We can admit that. But Jesus is perfect. Tom Cruise is Jesus. That's the comparison. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think Jesus would say that he was perfect. He wouldn't, but that's what makes him perfect. Well, but I wouldn't say I'm perfect. Does that make me perfect? No. You have other flaws. <laughs> I do this feel is, like Cruz would maybe say he is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good point. I feel yeah, like yeah. we're in some sort of tautological miasma right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. I had to ask Sam what movie we're doing because I forgot. Hey, Jeremy, do you, have you seen the title of this movie, the full title? Um, it, the title of the movie is The Girl in the Spider's Web, colon, A New you... Dragon Tattoo Story. Yeah. Why? Yeah, is it the same girl, though? No. Yeah, the nope. same characters. But it's not actress. the same actress. Oh, not the same nope. actress, same character. 
She's been played by several people because there's been a there was a Swedish version of these movies and then there was the American one. But the American one only had the Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara. The American one only had the first book, and now this one jumps to the fourth book. Well, I'll get into it, but it demands that you know what happens in all three, which I. But without giving any information, they just want you to have it. That's good. Yeah. So so they really underestimate people with the title but they overestimate people with the movie <laughs> correct <laughs> seems like an odd strategy i guess i gotta stop eating these pita chips i'm gonna eat two more i this uh i have to say this movie looks like visually yeah pretty good yeah pretty good yeah, yeah, it was It was just there was a lot going on, and I kept saying, like, remember this, and then I'm just going to jump ahead and spoil. There's just a big gap where I know I don't know what happened, and I'll just let you know when we get to that part. It won't really matter, but it's the journey. The important part is that you know that you don't know. Yeah. You know you don't know, and therefore you do know. Yes. That's wisdom. That is also tautological. <laughs> yeah. That's an oft-described um, definition of wisdom. Uh, I'd like to share with you a mm-hmm. common update. Please. Uh, we all know how much we love hearing and talking about common. What is this podcast becoming? What is it even becoming? Just updates on common, basically. Uh, yeah. I went bowling, as you know, on Friday. With common. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Put up a 160. You put up a 160. No big deal. Yeah. That was not even a complete game yet. Yeah, that was. That was the end game. The 163 okay. was the end. Um, so they have a leaderboard of celebs. At the lanes, yeah. and he was listed, tied with Justin Bieber at like a one forty-ish, I think. So I beat his score. That's my point. Of course you did. Of course you did. He might have the wisdom of the streets, but you, you can fucking roll. Like I said, <laughs> I've never rolled that well before in my whole life. Um, if you ever need, you know, coaching mid-game, you should just give us one of us a call. Yeah. I should have done that. Except like, that it would have somebody been... video have somebody videotape you so we can see your form and then we can be like, You're not goosing. You're doing too much screws, not enough goose. <laughs> Get back to us. Turn off the goose. Hey, um I can't I'm so happy that this reference still exists, but hasn't hasn't Juan Guzman been retired for like ten years at least? Anyway, uh, oh, we fuck. should probably start a Juan Guzman. Or like maybe an early '90s Blue Jays podcast. <laughs> uh, can I just I say Candy should. Maldonado a lot? I was a big Paul Molitor man myself. When he came up, before Joe Carter hit that home run, we needed a hit. And what and did he, he do? Got one. Yeah. And he fucking got one. Sure did. Devon White got out. Obvi. Paul yeah. Molitor single up the up the gut. <laughs> How about, do you remember about... that? <laughs> because it was one of the greatest sports moments of all time. I can tell you exactly how that ninth <laughs> inning went. Okay. So it was game six? six? Game six, I think. Game six in Toronto. Went to six games. Exciting six. baseball. Yeah. Uh, I hope I've got this right. Um, yeah. Mitch Williams. Mitch Wild, Mitch, Wild things, Mitch Wild Thing Williams was on the, uh, on the mound. Uh, so he came out to pitch the bottom of the ninth. Uh, Philly was up 6-5. So Ricky Henderson came up first and he walked Whoa. him. Yeah, uh, Ricky Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ricky came up first and he walked him. Uh, then Devo came up and flied out quickly. I think he, I think he hit the first pitch. I think he came out swinging, which I was, I was four. I was like, you know what, Devo, you should probably take a cut right away, and he did, and he flied out. And then um, 
Paul Molitor came up, so it's one out with Molitor up, and it's like at that point, Molitor has to get a hit or get walked. Like Molitor can't get out because then you'd have two out. You know, then it's pretty unlikely. Yeah. Uh, Molitor singles up the middle. Ricky goes to second, and then Joe Carter comes up next. And uh, history was he, it is enlightening. Maybe uh, as was Sam I imagine, should, girl uh, in the spider's web. Yeah, yeah we maybe Sam should enlighten us. <laughs> Um, let me read you a let me read you a summary. She's literally in it, and okay. maybe IMDb can enlighten us with this summary, which is as follows: Young computer hacker Elizabeth Salander, who we know from four previous films or one, depending on which film market we're in, and journalist Michael Blomqvist, also we we know him too from the previous films. They find themselves caught in a web of spies, cyber criminals, and corrupt government officials. Samantha Herman, is this accurate? Um, it is accurate. That's it good is to accurate. Know. But Mikhail Blumquist, who was basically an equal character to Lizbeth in the first books and films, is yes. like basically a cameo. Mm. I would we'll even get say into he all was that the, though. He was the protagonist of the. He was the story. protagonist. Yeah, in the, in the first I mean, book. I re- yeah, yeah. In the first yeah, she, one, it's his case, and he brings her on. She's yeah. the supporting character. Yeah. That is not Even the case in this one. Also, well, fun the fact: the guy who played the Swedish version, Mikhail Blomquist, played yeah. Captain Vlad in Hunter Killer. Hot damn, oh, Captain! That's great Vlad. casting. <laughs> yeah. I pictured yeah. a, when I pictured Captain Vlad. During Hunter Killer, I, I was picturing a man in, in that realm. I, I was picturing a guy like him. I know a that man of that ilk, of that ilk. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready to get into this. Sorry, I was like half knitting, but I'll put that down for a minute. Uh, get out my nose. Yeah, could you stop, could you knitting? stop knitting? <laughs> if you don't casting. mind. If you don't mind, we could just what? go. Could you give this cast hundred and ten percent of your being? <laughs> yes, I can, and I will. I, I, I know I asked that question, but I already believe that you would. <laughs> um, okay, so this film, and by the way, this film demands and insists that you kind of have an awareness of the first book slash films without providing any of that information. Um, but we'll get into well, all of that as it unfolds. I um, mean, I, to, to, I will just say, of of the many movies, of the many serialized movies that we encounter now through the 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 vast spectrum of output of hollywood yeah almost all of them down to the single movie they do the opposite they take the opposite approach exactly they, they give you all of it it was nonsense that they had that expectation and i have read all the books but i don't remember them that clearly so but you went into this not knowing that that was an expectation right correct I mean, I got by. It wasn't like you couldn't exist with this movie, but there were references that you were supposed to know of, and in particular, the relationship between Elizabeth and Blomquist, that if you just came in fresh, you would have no context for. Yeah, it's like, oh, remember all of our backstory? No, because I've never seen any of this before. (laughs) And also, the backstory (laughs) is pretty complex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is... It's more complex than a Marvel universe story. Like it is has hackers more complex, and spies yeah, by and... definition. It is it is a yeah. real story, not just like a weird comic book fantasy thing. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I'll just start from the beginning. It this was 
that just bothered me, but I still can recap the movie and an audience member could still follow it. Theoretically. Yeah. Okay, so... I know that you're going to tell the story far better than the filmmakers did. Thanks, except for that one part that I know I don't remember. So we'll just jump over that (laughs) chasm when we get to it. (laughs) Sure, sure. Uh, Okay, it starts off in a flashback. Two sisters are playing chess at a high level, a blonde sister and a brunette sister. And uh, during their game, this creepy, dominating father comes and summons them into his bedroom. It's very gross and overtones of some danger that's about to occur like he's definitely about to molest them without it being said and um, the dark-haired sister is beckoning the blonde she's like no forget it like she doesn't approach the dad but the blonde one does the brown-haired sister is trying to resist and tell the blonde to come with her blonde is too scared and dominated by the dad brown-haired sister jumps off a balcony into a deep snowbank and runs off leaving the blonde sister behind and she just keeps running until she is present day Elizabeth Salander. She's okay. the brunette, right? Yeah. yeah. Can can okay, oh, she's played by Claire Foy. Yes. Why are we supposed to know who Claire Foy is? I don't know who that is. She's in the crown. Um anyway, so we're at present day. She's as the title would suggest dragon tattooed piercings, goth, just some <laughs> standard uh <laughs> She's dragon tattooed. Yeah. 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 We know. I mean, those yeah. are table stakes for, for this kind of thing. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know you know her vibe. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, an, and she's gothy and computery. Gothy, computery, hackery, and now like actiony in this one, which is a oh, next, next level for her. Um, so this is all set in Stockholm in Sweden. She's a known vigilante vengeance warrior. And uh, as you may have seen but, from... But, but, hold on. Is that, <laughs> does that follow from the, from the previous films? I, I don't mean, remember I know, anything. I know that she, she was like definitely fighting for justice for herself and maybe people to relate related to her. But vengeance warrior is... Uh... Yeah, she seemed... No, she took vengeance on predatory men... Yes, in some of those she, films. she did. But those were men who are directly related to essentially like her terrible past where she was. Uh, no, I think she might have just done a little bit of like proactive vengeance. Like, yeah, like well, bait, she was kind like of a PI dude. and I think she was in some instances paid for it. Yeah, she can be like hired. Yeah, you may be right. Okay, I'm just so betraying she... my lack of uh, <laughs> uh-huh. memory and experience with I this, this know. franchise. And the film doesn't really set up the infrastructure of how she or why she is doing this, but the opening, after now she's present day aged, she saves an abused woman from a predatory husband who had just gotten off, uh, just acquitted the day before for beating two prostitutes, just on a technicality. Like, definitely he did it, and he was beating the wife, and she gave all the money to the wife, like, wired from his accounts. It's all the thing that's in the trailer. Um, okay, but it was for for that job, though, was she just doing that, or was she hired to do I that? I cannot tell you, because I, it was not told to me. She just uh, does it. What's your impression? She just... oh, she's, she's, she's a vigilante... Not necessarily for hire, but for justice. I mean, she definitely was not hired by the wife because the wife was surprised that right. she was there. I think she does some jobs on on spec and other ones she's hired. <laughs> like a top attorney, you know? Exactly. You got to take some pro bono cases to raise your profile, but you're also, you got to, you know, pay the bills. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's what 
let's just let's just decide that that's the case for her. That sounds fair. So, she's like a law firm, Salander and Salander. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Vengeance warrioring is a lot like um, attorneying. It's very similar. Exactly. Uh, at same. its hi- up at its highest echelons. Yeah. I'll so, allow it. <laughs> so, so her vengeance on this man was through hacking. She hacked out away all his money. Hacked away all his money, but she also <laughs> rigged his legs. So when she pushed over a statue, that triggered a like a leg shackle. So he suspended from the ceiling. Um, Where in his in, in his, his home? home? In his home, yeah. So she's physically oh. in his home and like tells him she's doing this, and then hacks his phone, like right in front of him. So it's not a this is like some vibe. this is like some hackers meets American Psycho meets Indiana Jones shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a little of, of, of all, a little of each. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all she's, right. She's literally in the spider's web. You see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's in so it. She, so she tells him like, "You're a bad dude. I know you're a bad dude." Yeah. And this is the punishment you deserve. Yeah. I'm and it, a vengeance hacker. And I have a video of you sleeping with your boss's wife. So if you try to do anything about what I've just done to you, that will be leaked. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. I, none of this matters for the rest of the movie other than to set the stakes and the vibe of what she's up to. That's yeah. fair. But, you know, to be also to be fair, what Jeremy and I do in this podcast is to read far too deeply into... <laughs> Minor details that you present to us. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm just letting you know that these are indeed minor. <laughs> indeed minor. Indeed inconsequential. Yes. And yet we spend many minutes on them. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm going to move right. on. Um, Please. So later she has a well, young lady over. They're post-coital hanging out. And um, the young lady starts going through some of Lisbeth's things and she finds a photo of the two young sisters that were in the first scene, and she asks about it, and Elizabeth says, no, I don't have a sister. She's dead. She killed herself. I'm glad she's dead because she was a psychopath, just like my dad, our dad, and I'm glad they're both dead. Whoa. Oh, That seems uncalled for. Yeah. And this is the part that starts to presuppose that we know anything about her dad and his abuse and his business dealings and all the things that predate this film, which I don't remember and don't really have any details to share. I remember that he was abusive and rich and that's, that's all I got. That's about where I am too. Yeah. I remember even less than that. It doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> really matter. That he was rich. Yeah. They're just, it bothered me just structurally like from arm's length of the movie, but I was able that's to get fair. by. So the date, okay. uh, as they're hanging out she leaves her ID bracelet from work behind, um, I guess she's a nurse or something. It looks like a hospital ID. Um, so sit on that. Uh, so she leaves because Elizabeth gets a call about a job. So you're right. She does get hired for certain things and just does her own dealings on the side. Um, she gets but, a job but call. She's, okay. So I do remember one thing in the previous movies, she was somehow an employee of some sort of a security company. Yeah. That's not part of this anymore. So she's she's flying solo these days. Either she's solo or she is in the security company, but they don't show any of that because she does right, get okay. hired from something in some way. Okay, so she's a, she's a rogue agent yeah. regardless. So she gets a call. She's moved that, into consulting. Yeah, we need you. There's a hack job. No one else can do it. Will you take it? She just says, like, text me and hangs up. She goes to a museum <laughs> where she meets Stephen Merchant and his son, who's around, Ugh. I don't know, probably eight years old. 
and he Ugh. is well, Stephen <laughs> Merchant doesn't belong. Stephen Merchant doesn't belong in a movie like this. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but Stephen Merchant, he's like, you, is he playing a serious role? A, a serious role, but a sciency role. So he's not a action guy. And he explains that he, uh, as a subcontract subcontractor for the NSA in the U.S., created a program for them that would give the wielder the ability to like have all the nuclear codes. It was very vague and like control a nation's weapons basically. And he was told that like they would support him creating it, but that he would have control over it. But that, that obviously was not true. And now he's like created a monster called firefall and he has regrets. So that's the job, but it can't be erased or copied. It can only be moved the program itself. So she needs to hack. Yeah. Sorry, who has it? The NSA? Yeah. So he's an NSA contractor programmer. Yes. So why is he upset? He did the job that he was asked to do, and the right people got it. He thought he would have more control over it, and he's been stripped of that control. And also he realized that he just shouldn't have done it. He's created something too powerful. He thought that the NSA was going to let him have more control over a program that can operate nuclear weapons? Yeah, it was a foolish thought. That's a... That's a foolish thought. He should have not thought that. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) And yet he thought it. Uh, Okay, and so he's he's contacted her over the dark web or something. Yeah, and he's in and he's in Sweden because that's where he's been based, presumably, or something. Uh, I don't know, or he just knows that she is there. Or yeah, he came there for her, maybe. And so her and he brought his daughter, son, and son, and 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 her. He's hiring her, hiring her, like. Engaging uh, her services. It seems like money is not discussed or exchanged, but yes. Okay, so he's giving her a vengeance, <laughs> a vengeance vector to follow, <laughs> which is would... that, which is that she needs to recover this program that, again, as you mentioned, cannot be copied or moved. No, it can be moved. It, it can't can be copied be or deleted, but it can only be moved. So she has to like move it from the NSA server into something else. And then give that thing to him. It's like onto does, a mini and, computer. And, like and does laptop. the NSA, is there any connection with Sweden here? Or is the NSA, like she's dealing with a U.S.-based whole deal here? For now, U.S. I'm not even seeing you... vengeance here. What's the vengeance? He wants vengeance on the NSA? No, he just wants it. He's created a too dangerous thing, and he wants it out of the too dangerous people's hands. And don't, like, let your mind wander. It pretty much is as straightforward as that. It's just stupid. Okay, you know, Jeremy, though, you brought up a good point. There is no vengeance here. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's no uh, vengeance here. So, 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 she's, so it's more about justice than vengeance. Yes. Or just world safety. Like, I'm sure maybe she sees the, the point of what Stephen Merchant is saying. And, like, yeah, maybe it's better if, if she's, nobody has she's this She's an ethical weapon. agent. She's, she's an ethicist. In any case, she accepts, and so their plan is she's going to hack into the system, and they have an agreed-upon meeting point, at which time and place she will give him the device on which it has been moved to. Why would she give it back to him? That's the job. But he also shouldn't have that software. (laughs) No one should have that. Mm -hmm. But it can't be deleted, Chris, because he made it that way. Maybe they can, like, you know, shoot it into the sun or something? (laughs) (laughs) Throw it into the fires of Mount Doom? <laughs> it's the one ring, but <laughs> software. Is. There's also, like, a lot of possibility that I don't understand what the program is in its full capacity, but I don't think it matters. I, I think 
I've given you plenty of information. I think uh, you understand exactly what they've <laughs> they've provided in this film. Uh, meanwhile, Mikhail Blomquist, who, if you don't know, and the movie is not going to tell you, was uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of remember he was a magazine owner called Millennium Magazine, yep, yep. and again, this is not something that the movie reminds us of, but he. His big stories that got the magazine attention and saved the magazine were stories he wrote about their first adventures, him and Lisbeth's adventures together. That okay. I do remember. Well, the movie okay. sure doesn't tell us that, but uh, yeah. that I remember happened. the magazine was, like, failing. It was on yeah. the rocks. Yeah. And that's then, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. See, that's my privilege, though. I'm privileged here in that I know the backstory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we you've acknowledged your privilege. That's, that's the point, is that I, I acknowledge my privilege, and I live within that acknowledgement and that privilege, openly. <laughs> and But now he has sold the magazine wow. because it got, uh, you know, it got its value back up, and he sold it. He's still working for it, but it's not under his control. He's a bit bored and listless. And there's also um, a bit of a B-plot that's not even worth more than this mention, where he is sleeping with his ex and co-worker at the magazine, even though she's married to someone else now. Um, that was a big plot point in all the books, like their relationship. It just yeah, they exists. Would, they would bone sometimes. But like she would yeah. help. She was like part of some of the investigation. Like she would pop in yeah. and like supply whatever. And this, she just exists and they hump a couple of times. And later she accuses him of relying too much on Lisbeth to get his stories like, your one-story success was because of her, and now you're scared to be without her. That's it. So forget okay. about her, but she's in the movie throughout a little bit, but with no relevance beyond what That's I just unfortunate. said. That's reducing her character her to yeah. le less than what she's actually worth, because she was a major character major, yeah. in the first... And she, like... They had, like, a kind of a beautiful symbiosis going on where they were, like, sort of part-time lovers and, and... Yeah, I liked her. But, like, like... They were completely equals, and and running this magazine for for pure justice and good, you know, to expose people who needed to be exposed. Yeah, it was unfortunate, and it's played by the younger woman from Phantom Thread, who I thought was pretty good. So there was potential like there, that. and uh, and yet, well, that's too bad. Ooh, that's a weird. Did they cast? It seems like they casted younger, like yeah, even they though cast these characters him... are older. They cast him the, way younger. So the guy who yeah. plays Mikhail is the guy who played Borg in the Borg LaBeouf tennis movie. So, but yeah, just imagine him as a younger, pluckier, hunkier, way less in it and relevant to the entire operation, Mikhail Blomquist. Um, back to Elizabeth, she's doing the hack from her home, which is like a warehouse loft vibe. Uh, seems like a bit remote. And so she's hacking in. She's, like, got it. You know, you can see the, like, percents going. Um, I love that. That's how, hacking works. <laughs> That's how hacking works. It's all progress bars and green text on a screen. Yeah. And um, I guess there's only one guy working at the NSA who knows about this program and cares about it because one man and one man alone notices and cares that this is happening. That man is Lakeith Stanfield. Um, he's an NSA hacker himself, and presumably, though I can't confirm because the movie does not confirm it to me, he commissioned the program or is running it. But he's just at a cubicle, like in a sea of NSA desks, and he sees that this thing is being taken from his computer, and he tries to stop it but fails and does not tell anyone else at the U.S. government that this happened. Instead, Sorry, can you repeat, can you repeat what right. this program does again? 
somehow it has nuclear codes at a global level. And it he can, it a, can he, provide like weapons access to whoever wields ugh. this program. And that he's a cubicle sucks. dweller <laughs> at the NSA who's alone in his management of said program. It, that's how it would seem. Nuclear codes, really? We're doing this? Yeah, that is so Hunt for Red October. For Skyfall or every fucking thing ever. It doesn't even really matter. It's just a program that will give weapons access to whoever has it. It, The manifestation of the program to get way far ahead of the movie does not really happen. There's really just like, there's only two things anymore. There's like two MacGuffins in all these movies. It's either... The thing will allow you to activate nuclear weapons or it reveals the identities of every spy on Earth. Those are the two <laughs> things. Every movie is these two things now. Um, and I'm not – I don't have better things, you know. I can't come up with a better thing. Sure, but that's, so you're not the one making these movies. Yeah, and I'm just – I'd and love also... to hear a third thing. Can someone come up with a third <laughs> thing that people want in these fucking movies? Yeah. God. Listeners, please send in your thoughts. Yeah, is there other things that people could want or be fr- afraid of at a geopolitical level? Please write fact, in your answers. The fact <laughs> that these two things are so widespread and so normalized at this point, it, we've could now come to the point where one of these two things is managed by, again, a cubicle dweller <laughs> who's flying solo somewhere in an office at the NSA. <laughs> yeah. It's so like, he's just like, yeah, I made this program, whatever. And everyone's like, I don't care. And he's like, wait, someone's stealing my program. And everyone's like, I got a meeting. They don't care, yeah. <laughs> they don't care. So instead of we all got him doing anything in terms of telling his colleagues or superiors that this has happened, he pings somehow. I don't remember the, what he does exactly, but he like pings on her and can see the uh, genesis point of the hack is coming from Stockholm. He's checking what her IP address is. Yeah, basically. It stands for Internet Protocol. <laughs> so um, instead of... We've got a hacker on the yeah. podcast here. <laughs> no big deal, guys. <laughs> like I said, instead of um, reporting this or doing anything with due diligence, he just goes to Stockholm by himself. Um, okay, so maybe maybe he ordered this program under the radar, right? Maybe he can't consult his higher-ups or his colleagues because he initiated the job on the down low like could that be the case it could be the case but the movie does not communicate that i think jeremy that's probably a classic case Uh, at this point it's a classic of you and i you or i coming up with some sort of concept that gives the movie way more credit than it's actually due yeah yeah i'm sticking with it that's what happened here he did this one on on the down low black all right i mean you're filling in gaps that makes me feel better about the storytelling of this movie in general. So I'm with you. Yeah, and all I'm doing fine. is stealing from born movies and other movies <laughs> where I've seen this exact thing occur. So yeah, no. something, something nuclear codes. Um, so <laughs> he's a rogue agent. Also, Sam, I, can I just, can I just let you know that the term ping is actually a technical term and does actually have to do with uh, IP addresses and stuff. So well, congratulations thank to you. you. Thank you very much. Thank you for letting me oh. know. This I is a science said... film. So, <laughs> I thought you said Bing. I thought you said you looked her up on Bing. That is also a technical term, yeah. That's also a technical term. We're doing great, guys. Bing, ping, IP. All of it. Hacking. All of the computers. Hacking. Um, Okay, so she does it. She succeeds on one try to take the program, and she has it on her computer, and she's tempted to open it herself, which she does, but 
you can't log in without a password. And it's just Stephen Merchant, Classic. like a video of him, like asking a question and then letters come up like hangmen and they have to fill it in. And like, it's a very complex system where, and it has a timeout. So it's like five seconds to fill it in or it goes to the next question. And it's just too weird a question for her to even know what it could be. And it's not like, um, like a quiz. It's like some sort oh. of wordplay cipher crypto thing. So anyway, she can't open it. That's the long and short of it. Um, and at this time, she is attacked in her home by three thugs wearing a bit of mask, but not really. They take the computer with the program on it. They blow up her apartment and attack her. She has a safe Whoa. house, so she kind of can save herself temporarily. She tries to fight back. Um, she gets shot. And then they blow up the apartment, and the only way she saves herself is she submerges herself in the tub that, fortunately, she had just gotten out of, and it was still filled with water. Um, oh, yeah. I saw that in the trailer. Yeah. So that's yep. how she yeah, it's like survives that. Um, okay. And so she comes they out took of that. The, they took the computer. They took the whole computer. Yeah. It's a laptop. Okay. The whole thing. Yeah. And they got it. She, had a, she got eyes on one of the guy, one of the thugs. And, okay, then she goes and approaches Mikhail Blumquist from one elevator in his building across to an elevator in her building. And she's, like, put a phone in his elevator and phones it. And it's hidden, like, in where you punch in what floor you want. Like, so she's pre-rigged this whole setup. But she's across the street in an elevator shaft a glass elevator shaft so they can see each other and they're talking over phones to each other. Can I just ask why she can't just go and see him? I don't yeah. know. Oh, Cause, cause she feels she's like under, she's, she's under followed? hiding now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. So this is just full born now. Like this is, this is full born with, with a light smattering of hacker on top. Yeah, exactly. And who is Treadstone? Where is Treadstone? <laughs> How is Treadstone? All of the questions about Treadstone and Blomquist. I love Treadstone. Remember Treadstone, guys? That was cool. I do remember it. Yeah. Um, and so he says, oh, she says, you're really good at finding stuff. I need you to help me find who stole the computer from me so I can get it back. And he says, I'm not that good at finding stuff. I couldn't even find you after three years. So that's it. You're just supposed to know all of their history. And they just haven't seen each other in all this time. Is okay. there any chance that that story still makes sense to people who don't know anything about the history? Because I mean, there's maybe... like subtext of it. Like you have a history, but that's it. Hmm. Yeah. They're Is both there? People. We we know they've boned. You can just assume that because that's that, movie no, rules. But, but that she likes has the nothing to do with it. She no, likes but the they did. No, she liked both. In the books and the movies, they oh, did have right. a sexual relationship. But this, yeah. there's right. no right. sexual relationship between them in this movie at all. All right. Hey, well, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So uh, okay. she asks him for help. So she, he agrees. He agrees to help find the thugs that just attacked her and stole her computer. Yes. Meanwhile, okay. Stephen Merchant goes to the Swedish version of the NSA to report Elizabeth because she didn't come to their meeting point and he believes that she did do the hack, but now she's keeping the program. And now, like, things are just unraveling and he thinks he's doing the right thing by reporting it. How much time has passed here? Uh, in the movie or in their their time? I assume in the movie it's like four minutes, but uh, 
So like they were supposed to meet up with she she was supposed to have this software and show up and meet him, but she didn't. Yeah. And then like he goes like hours later or the next <laughs> yeah, day or yeah. Like yeah, probably near when she misses the they had a meetup point and she missed that. So he that was a weird choice by her. Why didn't she go to Merchant? Why did she go to Blumquist? I don't know. Does she maybe not trust Merchant? Maybe. Maybe she thinks he's part of the thug thugging? I do. I'll, let me tell you, I, I believe that. <laughs> Jeremy Knight yes. thinks that he's part of the thugging. <laughs> yeah. I think Merchant is thugging. If there's anyone who could be thugging, it's Stephen Merchant. <laughs> or his son. I don't trust that kid either that he brought. Why do you bring no, his, his son? son's deal? Is his son yeah. always around? Yeah, it's very weird. Um, okay, so meanwhile, <laughs> Keith has shown up in Sweden, and he's detained by... Also by the Swedish version of the NSA. I we need to pick a name for her. It's a female NSA bigwig. Uh, I'll just call uh, her Elsa because I don't know what her real name is. Um, beautiful classic movie name. Yeah, and so, we can call the Swedish NSA the Sweet SA. Ooh, good. Okay, like so Elsa of the Sweet SA detains Lakeith and says, "Here, I know why you're here because now she knows from Stephen Merchant." Yep. Uh, Here's a travel guide. If you do anything besides the things that are in this book, you'll be arrested and sent back to the States. I don't know why she doesn't just send him back in the first place, but I guess that's not diplomatic enough. Um, so he's Swedes are very warned. polite, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I really hate that when I travel. Like, I don't want to be confined to a preset agenda, you know? <laughs> I like to explore on my own. So th- I would really hate this. You would really hate I, that. I Whereas Samantha, Samantha Herman, yes. I was just going to say, Sam, it. you would love it. You would be like, look, um, all you're, all that's missing is a specific itinerary of these hotspots. <laughs> yeah, can you please I, tell me the most I efficient the way to go between them? Yeah, yeah you what's, the best, this. what's the best time to go to the Arts Museum? <laughs> I have the Arts Museum on the list, but I don't know when to go there. <laughs> and should I get a pre-ticket or is it a walk-in? Just walk, you know, just give me the tips. Um, How much time should I budget for? <laughs> yeah, you get it. Wow. Uh, okay, so now, I've meanwhile, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Mikhail meets Swedish Swede essay Elsa at a bar, and okay, so Elizabeth has seen one of the guys, like I said, and she has ID'd him as a known associate of her father, who again was what? bad. That's all we so know. These are older gentlemen. A bit, yeah, the main thug is played by the actor who was in the movie The Square last year, which is uh, my top three movies of the year, maybe two years seen ago. It yet, but I've heard it's I've great. It's amazing. Um, yeah, so he's the lead thug, um, and so she recognizes him, and so they have a photo of him that they just dredge up. So Mikhail shows the photo to Ilsa, and she says, "Just like get off my back, like I'm dealing with this." You have no business doing this investigation. This is official government work. Also, there's a hot babe walking by, if you'll excuse me. A hot female babe. So she walks off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Excuse me, there's a hot babe. <laughs> well, wow. the babe walks by, and she is diverted, and she leaves to follow the babe. Um, leaving Mikhail behind in the photo, and he looks more closely at it, and he notices that there is a spider tattoo on the guy. A spider tattoo? Yeah. Very not, interesting. Not a dragon tattoo, though. <laughs> Correct. Spider's yeah. web, dragon tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Lisbeth... I don't know why you're <laughs> supposed to conclude, but think about it. <laughs> Lisbeth enlists her hacker friend, whose name I also don't remember, so I will call him Sven. Yeah, and... Sven. <laughs> but, but I assume maybe it's the same hacker friend, like sort of a nerdier, more typical hacker guy. Yeah, he's more of a like basement hacker, schlubby yep. guy. Schlubby he's not guy. doing any barn shit. He's just pure hacking. Yeah, he's a chair-based guy. He's not chair a born based. guy. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I think he was in the other movies, maybe. He I think was. the character was, yeah, but new actor, yeah. but same character. Um, okay. And so she shows him the tattoo, and she says, can you go in the deep web and figure out, like, if this tattoo is commonplace, and if you can link it to someone we can uh, check in with, which he does. And so he gets some... I don't know. That's the weirdest thing. I'm, I'm sure. trying, I'm trying sure. my best. <laughs> Let me go to uh, TDB, the tattoo database. <laughs> yeah. So they get a name, and uh, Mikhail goes to see this guy who also has the tattoo, and they're chatting. The guy is, like, a bit weird, and he doesn't want to give up any information. And as the conversation unfolds, um, he takes off this, like, skin panel on his face, and he has, like, no middle face. It's been gouged out. So he has a fake nose and, like, fake teeth. It, what? Yeah. No, what? What? He just, I'm sorry. He, he had a face. He had a normal-looking human face. Yeah. Theoretically, at some point. And then he peels off a skin layer off of his face to reveal... So he's wearing a prosthetic face, is what you're saying. Yeah, he half of it. his face is prosthetic, and the real face that he uncovers yeah. has no nose, and, like, half of mouth is missing, and it's just been, like, gouged out. Oh, what, man. And what is it That's that he's trying cool. to communicate with this? What he's communicating it, is that the tattoo that Mikhail asks about is, in fact, a punishment that was branded into his skin. Um, and because he wouldn't go along with the spider syndicate, they're the scariest in the biz. And so it looks like a tattoo, but in his case, it was a brand punishment. And also his face got gouged out. <laughs> well, I assume the face gouging out is the punishment, and the uh, the, sig- the spider tattoo is more of a signature, like an artist's signature. Yeah. Like, we did this. Let me yeah. just put my initials here. I don't know. No I have to see face. the tattoo. I have to see the tattoo first. I don't know what's worse, because the spider tattoo is pretty whack. So. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's just very poorly drawn, like a child's drawing. Yeah, I might rather lose my nose than get that whack shit. It was. You I might, had to look you away. You might want to get the Tycho bra head. <laughs> I had to put my eyes. I had to cover my eyes. It was very extreme did you like um, my 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 astronomical historical reference there i did uh i liked it almost as much as when you said tautological miasma <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what i do <laughs> uh, he was an astronomer and he lived on an island full of pygmies and he had no nose he had a, a false metal nose look oh, it up i, I did I not know, know he had that. no nose yep i knew about the pygmies and um i loosely lost know about it, some of lost it in a bar fight that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this guy is kind of retired. I mean, almost forced retirement, really, uh, from the spider crew. Yeah, and he does not okay. recur again in this film. Does right. it? He was, is it? Okay. Is it? He is he revealing this information under duress, or is he just like open about it? No, they're having a drink together. But but isn't that like? Would, wouldn't that theoretically put him in danger again? To like. I can't speak to that. You would think. Yeah, he's like, don't go after these people. They did this to my face. Check and... this out. I have no face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Blomquist is good at like getting information out of people. He's he's got a seductive. Well, that's good because I was gonna at some point I was gonna call us back to questioning what the hell he's even bringing to this whole equation because oh, what's nothing. his what's his skills? He's just like an investigative journalist who like can yeah. ask questions. Like yeah. she can, yeah. her and her crew can hack all the things. He has a minimal impact on this film. Cool. And okay. no sexual tension. No, they have like one moment where he helps like staple her gun wound. And I'm like, okay, I'm listening. And then it yields nothing and doesn't happen again. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> and yet it was all for naught. All for naught. Oh, God. I'm sorry, Sam. Please continue. We're, okay. I'm, we're, so, we're finding some large logical loops in here. So back to Lakeith, he realizes that Lisbeth must be the hacker because she's a known commodity in the Swedish community. So he goes to her burnt-out apartment, and he finds the ID bracelet that her lover Sophie had left behind in that uh, one of the earlier scenes, which is why I dropped that tidbit for you. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he locates her at a bar, uh, a very um, like sexy bar. And, yeah. Was this on his travel itinerary? Was he allowed to go here? <laughs> I think he's going rogue already. Day one. Oh shit. Yeah. So he might be he might be deported though. Yeah, I know. So he finds Sophie and convinces her that Elizabeth is not faithful to her, even though of course she's not, because that's not her way. Um, and do you have her phone number? Please call her for me. She deserves like she doesn't deserve your loyalty. And so Sophie does it, and he pings again what he thinks is that receiving number. Um, And he goes to the place where the ping says she would be. But it's all a setup planned by Elizabeth and Sophie together. It was like a planned, like, phone drop, fake Mm -hmm. number, all that. Um, So she diverts him to some place where she is not. Meanwhile, she realizes that Stephen Merchant and the son are in a safe house being protected by the Swede SA. And because he's put this password thing on it, he is useful. Like, he must be the one to open it. Therefore, the thugs will surely try to find him because they'll need him to open it for them. Therefore, if she surveys, surveils him in the safe house, the thugs will inevitably show up. So she's just, like, camping out, like, staking it out from a car. And she finds out where the safe house is. But she, like, kind of nods mm-hmm. off, and they do show up. And uh, she's, like, a little bit late, but she comes in, and they all get into a scuffle. And she is drugged by a syringe that makes her uh, susceptible. And one of the thugs puts a gun in her hand and makes her shoot Stephen Merchant to death. Oh. Oh, wait, but wait, wait. So what ha- What about the Sweden NSA? Were they just completely defeated what happened to them uh, i it seemed like he wasn't being guarded he was just there they just have some rando apartment or something yeah oh, they just put him up in an apartment <laughs> yeah well it is sweden oh. it's a peaceful place <laughs> sure maybe a couple oh, of them okay. killed off i don't i don't recall but like it's not really a big deal he is by, dead. Safe, by safe house they just mean house <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the yeah. safe is assumed yeah, it's not really a big deal. Okay. Oh, also, before Stephen Merchant is dead, this is important. She sees that the son is like doing this like weird drawings and math stuff, and she realizes that he's some sort of like autistic savant, and 
uh, the answers to all of Stephen Merchant's clues are specifically tailored to how his particular mind works, and like only he can solve them, which is so stupid because now the son is the at risk target. Yeah, what a horrible um, father! I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> That's either the greatest plot point plot device I've ever heard of, or the dumbest. It's I'm not sure dumbest. which yet. Okay, it's the dumbest. Yeah. So okay. anyway, Merchant so is just a recap. Merchant, Merchant is dead. The son yep. was hiding in the bathroom, but he is taken by the thugs, okay. taken alive and well. Uh, and Elizabeth is left to be the scapegoat of all of this because she physically was the shooter. Okay, so it, the thugs were were the thugs successful in torturing the password answers out of Merchant, or no? They just what, shoot what? him and take the son to be dealt with at a later time. But, but they didn't. Re- they didn't realize the same thing. Lisbeth realized. I guess about they the did. Uh, off screen, oh. I don't know. Okay, they're, they're thugs. <laughs> they don't have to explain themselves to you. Nope. Um, so she's struggling. She's like squirming on the floor of this bathroom, and she because she's dumb- injured. She's and she's well. She's drugged. Oh, she's drugged, drugged right? You said. Um. So she find she like sweeps her hand through the medicine cabinet and finds something that's marked in a very telltale way, just amphetamine. And yeah. she like crunches it all up to make a snortable paste and does Probably. that and uh, energizes herself enough to get herself into a car chase. Her following the thug people and son. Oh, she's driving a motor vehicle. Yes. I see. On meth. Yeah. Well, well, on Addie's probably. Yeah, Addie's. Okay. Um, So she is a very good getaway driver or a chase driver, and she goes through all these like cool like highway routes and uh, maneuvers, and that part was pretty cool. The car chase part. Um, She's back to being born. Yeah, she's back to born, and but also hacking at the same time. Somehow she looks up the make of the thug's car and is able to hack on what. She, I don't, Bing. She's like, yeah, like on her phone while driving. She's uh, got Bing on her phone. Yeah. <laughs> or she's like, don't she you? has the Bluetooth. She's like, hey, Bing, <laughs> look up this. We just hacked What this. car are the thugs driving? And then yeah. it just told her the answer. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, just bear with me. So she hacks into the system of that particular car. And some... No, she doesn't. Well, she does. And okay. she... So the kid's in the back, and for some reason, and lucky for her, I guess, there's a screen thing in, like, on the back of the chair in front of him, like an airplane, I guess for entertainment yeah. purposes. So she hacks into that and texts the kid, um, like, put on her seatbelt and hold tight, which I guess she was just hoping he would see, and he does. Um, uh, because up until that point, he hadn't put on his seatbelt. <laughs> well. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Well, it was really the whole Titan, like, to be warned, because then she hacks into the airbags and deploys them, um, which knocks out the bad guys and the thugs and, like, basically stops the car because it, like, rams into into side rail. Yeah, Um, Yeah, that's awesome. It was cool, but it crazed, like, so stupid also. Um, So she takes the kid from the back seat, and she could kill the two thugs, but the kid looks, like, a little bit... Um, traumatized, so she doesn't. Instead, she just runs off with the kid. And then the kid is a complete... Well, I guess now that I realize he's autistic, it was not as troubling, but she's like, I'm sorry about your dad. And he's like, it's fine. That's in the past. My dad said, just keep going on with the future. I want to go home to San Francisco to my mom, please. Okay, yeah. 
kind of just dis- sure. kind of a disattached or unattached kind of disassociated way like he's being a little kind of frank about life yes, very much so did he see her kill his dad he was in the bath uh, in a closet or something hiding so he heard it and then saw the corpse but didn't see the physical shooting all right and and he knows it was the bad thugs because they came on him first and kidnapped yeah. him um, yeah. so she, Elizabeth realizes that it won't be so easy just to put him on a plane because he's a big target. Like, I can't just, like, I could get you to San Francisco, but that's not really going to help. I need assistance of a greater magnitude. And that greater magnitude is Lakeith. So she contacts him to get him involved to transport the kids safely back to the U.S. So what is the goal now in all of this? Like, what, what is the what is it that she's even trying to do? She's trying to keep this kid safe. Trying to That's keep the, the kid safe now? and to get the computer with the program on it, which she still does not have. And Doesn't the thugs she... have that. Yeah. But also no one, except maybe this kid, has the password. Correct. The computer isn't good enough. The, the thugs know that, right? The thugs can't get into it either because yeah, so they also to, don't know. She wants to separate the computer from the kid in a safe manner. Rendering right. it useless. All right. So Let's she exert her okay. control over both of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, get kid away, get computer, destroy computer, presumably. Yeah, I guess. Um, so the thugs that she and- did not kill, they wake up and then attack her again, of course. Um, oh. and, but they're on a bridge that, I don't know the right term for it, suspension bridge, I, I guess. And in the nick of time, she climbs up some wiring, like a wire ladder, and presses a button to separate, like, a middle portion of the bridge from the part she's on, so it raises like up. The boats, the, for, to let boats through. Yeah, that style. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that is how she is saved, because they, they're physically separated, like, level-wise. And she sees on the above higher platform her alive and well and red-clad sister, like, beaming down at her. So she's in this for the first time now since they were separated as children? Uh, yes. How Standing on the top of a bridge. Her? Standing on the top of a bridge. Well, she knew what she looked like because she only presumably died a couple years ago. And I kept, think she kept tabs on her. Why is she on a bridge? She's on the part that Elizabeth made separated. Oh. <laughs> well, it doesn't really answer that question. Like, oh, why what? is she there at all? <laughs> why is she yeah. there? Well, Jeremy, great it... question. She is... Uh, she's the one in charge of the thugs. This is all her she's mission. She's in charge of the thugs. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they were okay. her dad's guys, and now she's taken over the mantle. Okay. So those other thugs, did they have spider tattoos too? They do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. So the reveal oh, being... It's the thug gang marking. Yeah. Yep. So she is running the spider's crew. She's running the spider gang. Okay. She's the face remover. Yeah. And her name is Camilla Salander. Yes. yes. All right. So then my recollections get a little bit murky here, but the sweet essay, she reveals herself to Mikhail that she is the buyer of the program all along. And so what we thought this whole time was that the thugs are stealing the program to sell it to a a greater threat, some sort of, you know, world dominant terrorist. Yeah. But we find out that the sweet essay, Ilsa is the buyer and that the, the hot babe I mentioned from earlier was the yeah. sister. We never saw her face. We only saw her back. But it, now we see it again, and it was the sister. Okay. 
And, 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 and her end she, game is what? She tells Mikhail Blomquist that it's better for the Swede government to have it than the Americans. I agree. Yeah. So she just wants to give it to the Swedish government. Yeah. yeah. But so she's so not, they, she's not doing this tactics. Yeah. And she's not doing this to benefit herself personally. She is truly doing this for her employer, the Swedish government. It seems like it, but it is a short lived effort because so presumably this, she gave resources to Camilla and crew to like allow them to steal it and do whatever they needed to do. But yep. she's immediately betrayed and murdered by Camilla. Um, and Camilla just wants to keep it for herself. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah, so uh, Swede, Elsa, gone, dead. And this is the part where I said there was going to be a chasm. So even though Elizabeth and the son were safe for a while, somehow she, the son, and Mikhail are all trapped by the sister in a different kind of safe house. I forget how she got them, but she got to them again. After he sees Elsa and like learns of all that, they're all taken by the thugs and the son is under duress of gun to open the program (laughs) (laughs) duress of gun i'll allow it (laughs) lisbeth mikhail and the son have been captured by her evil sister camilla and the thugs and the thugs and they're all together yes they're okay. all together, and you don't exactly remember how it happened because you blacked out. Yes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and then, okay, and there's a certain. You know character. what? It doesn't even matter. I told you it wouldn't really matter. I just know it I don't remember matter. the the I, interplay. Well, I can it. tell you that I don't care how it happened. <laughs> Fair. But they're under duress of gun now, and that's very interesting. <laughs> that is the worst kind of duress. Yeah. It's much worse than duress of knife. <laughs> and Elizabeth like nods at the sun and encourages him to unlock the program lest he be shot by gun which he does mm-hmm. um so now the program is open season which is very What's the bad password it changes every time it like cycles through different questions and it just he oh. knows like how to solve like the wordplay of it yeah, oh it's so crypto. it's more like a security question it's crypto it's yeah, crypto it's, it's crypto. on the blockchain as yeah. i said <laughs> yep uh meanwhile <sighs> if you recall lakeith has been brought into this um, I do. I was her. wondering where he went. Yeah, so he's teamed up with Sven, the hacker, and they've been kind of pursuing this in their own time, and they have found all of our friends um, at this, wherever they've been kidnapped, which seems to be more in a remote area, like outside of Stockholm. Cottage and, country. Yeah, cottage country. And they have heat <laughs> signals on everyone in the house, and as the as Sven is saying, like, now, there, from his chair-based van position, Lakeith is snipering long range. Okay, so can we just... So, <laughs> Cubicle Junkie has gone Rambo. Yeah. Uh, sniping. Junkie is maybe the wrong term. Cubicle Jockey is what I meant to say. <laughs> has, gone, has gone Rambo. He's still an NSA guy, somehow responsible for this software that has caused all these problems. Has not called in any help whatsoever from the NSA or the U.S. government in general, and has teamed up with random basement hacker. <laughs> that is correct. And has got himself some snipe gear. That is correct, and somehow the skills to wield it, which we were not indicated he had before. Maybe it was infantry and sniper pre cubicle. Oh no! Wait, I forgot. When he meets Sven the hacker just before this, he is yeah. identified as 
this won't help with sniping. He's identified as like a master hacker himself that Sven like knows of. He's like a legendary. Uh, and then so that's how he got into the NSA. He didn't like he wasn't Maybe. like a government man that like worked his way up. He was recruited because of his like uh, rogue. But that doesn't explain how he's a hacker or a sniper. So well, that hackers still do happens. like to play a lot of Counter Strike. So. <laughs> Maybe that's his, it's just computery snipe skills that he's mapped onto real yeah, life snipe not, yeah, skills. Yeah, he's applying it onto some real world adventuring. Damn, it's, like, it, you, there, you would we be got a, a great opportunity. Going, so. Yeah, but it's a nice opportunity. There'd be a lot of funny or interesting ways to explain why he has sniper skills. Like, it, that Counter Strike joke would have actually, like, played. Like, that would have been nice to just get some explanation. I See? Yeah, like, we're just writing a much better movie, is my point. As usual. Yeah, fuck. Well, right. in any case, the combination so, of Sven and Lakeith does take yeah. out just about everyone from the sniper, um, and sparing the kid and Mikhail. Like, he's he directs him perfectly, where they are... And Lisbeth. Uh, right. Yeah, but she's a, she's with the sister. She's with Camilla, and they face oh. off. And in a bit of a chilling scene, Camilla asks Lisbeth... Well, first she tells her about all the, like... 20 years of molestation abuse the father um, gave to her after yep. Elizabeth left. And... <laughs> Interesting verb choice. <laughs> yeah. Gave, uh... <laughs> he gave it to her. Did to oh, her. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. And it, it was really disturbing. And she's like, you don't, like, can you imagine what he did to me that night you left? Like, the punishment of that? And you oh, never came golly. back? Yeah, it was very... I was unsettled. Um... And she says, you've become basically a vigilante justice warrior for all these women. And all the women you've saved, why didn't you ever try to save me? And I wondered the same. And Elizabeth cries and she says, I just couldn't ever come back to that town, like to dad's. Um, which I guess. Well, I can that's, her, that's her cross to bear, I suppose. Yeah, yeah but, That's her personal trauma. She was able to avenge others' traumas, but the trauma of others, but not reconcile with her own yeah uh, that's i can buy that it was just very chilling and it was a very disturbing sequence and very sad yeah um yeah but camilla has she's really taken over the dad's void and becoming a bad yeah. guy and so she this is when the vacuum sealed like lycra thing that you mentioned that you like the shot of latex uh she puts her in that and like vacuum seals her in it's basically like a bodysuit. Camilla because, puts Elizabeth in it. Yeah. Because okay. because reasons? Because what's it supposed to what's it supposed to do? Uh neutralize her. So she's like vacuum sealing her sister so that she can't do anything to yeah. stop her from her evil ways. Yeah, and she gives her a small mouthpiece while she's like going on about all of this. And like when the dad when dad died, I finally was free and like now I'm doing this and like no one can stop me, including you. Um, and she takes the computer with the unlocked program and leaves Elizabeth there to die. Because it's it's airtight. Yeah. Well, so she'll she run gives out her mouth. Yeah. Well, she gives her a mouthpiece. She might cover it again, but anyway, I guess she like can't move, so she'll just starve to death eventually. I guess. That's true. Um, but it is a very like early James Bond kind of thing. Like, I'm not going to watch you die. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Let me reveal my entire plan to you and then leave you to potentially escape. Yeah. 
which mm-hmm. guess what she does um so he <laughs> snipers all the spider thugs mikhail and the son are freed they make their way out and um sven with the heat signature like he can see elizabeth like wriggling her way out of the bodysuit and he's cheering her which i thought was weird like tell lakeith to go help her but he doesn't um <laughs> but he okay. cheered he which, cheered he's know. like get out of there elizabeth and so she that like wrenches herself out of the latex thing catches up with camilla at a cliffside camilla has been badly wounded by lakeith and she's bleeding out and she just basically for not much of a reason other than maybe she thinks she's dead anyway jumps off the cliff in a reminiscent shot of when elizabeth jumped off the balcony just visually it looks the same um, except this time, it's not into snowbank. It's to certain death below. Uh, like craggy sea yeah, yeah, shore yeah, underneath? Yeah, craggy. Um, and craggy. she leaves the computer behind, which now Elizabeth... She leaves the computer behind. <laughs> I think she does. Yeah. Uh... Honestly, I don't even remember what happens to the computer, other than Lakeith gets the son back to his mother in San Francisco. And that's basically the end of the movie. Oh, wait, we're at the end just now? Yep. What so happened? Com- to- Where's okay. Blomquist? He's fine. He's, like, spared. He's just from fine. The sniping. Okay. And they have He's a goodbye. He's just fine and but... inconsequential. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, son gets home to his mommy. Yep. Elizabeth is, has saved the day and will live to hack and continue avenging on yep. another day. And she didn't have to murder her sister, which is nice for her. She, she <laughs> yeah. just, like, chased her, and then her sister murdered herself. Yep. Because uh, because she couldn't take it anymore, and she was injured, I guess. Yep. I guess. Did, the sister character seemed interesting and was revealed quite late in the movie, it sounds like. She was interesting. Do you think... Uh, how certain are we of the, I know you said certain death and you know it sounds like it was very craggy down there but is there I mean, any chance that I guess uh, she could live we don't see her dead corpse recovered if that's what you're asking okay. so uh, mm-hmm. I guess anything's possible yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay uh, and you don't know what happened to the computer that that is the whole <laughs> point of the movie it's not detonated or like utilized so all is well Maybe the sister falls with it, but I. Hmm. I mean, actually, the shame results, on me for not remembering. The result would be the same. Either she falls with the computer and the computer is destroyed, or she doesn't fall with the computer and then it's in Elizabeth's hands and she presumably yeah. neutralizes the threat. Yeah. But that goes back to something that I found very hard to get my head around that Stephen Merchant had said in the, when he introduced this stupid thing in the first place, <laughs> which was that it can't be deleted. But if it's on a computer and you destroy the computer, doesn't that delete it? Well, yes. Oh. I mean, it, doesn't, I it doesn't delete it. It destroys the medium on which it's saved. Yeah, the, the So when he said it message. can't be deleted, he just meant it can't be deleted remotely. Like yeah. through hacking means. Yes. Right. Oh, okay. It All can right. be deleted by telling the, the operating system, please delete this. <laughs> I see. But I guess Even they if... could have just always taken the laptop and, like, <laughs> thrown it off a cliff. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which may have happened. Threat over. Movie Threat over. over. Maybe it would have helped Sam if you had done like sound effects and been like, kush, 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 yeah. And, like, Should we just do it again? Sensation. 
Or if you, when you edit, if you could just dub in sound effects. Actually, I would prefer, Sam, if you had a soundboard when you spoiled this stuff for us and you could play sound effects as you spoke. That'd be so cool. Could, is just, that a thing? Yeah, definitely. But it would require more tech. No, but what if I just got like a thing on my phone, like the, the horn thing that we all love? What if I got oh, that like, but with like multiple sounds? And like hold it up to the microphone? Yeah. That would be a lower tech version of what I'm talking about. But yes, I, I presume that it's possible on some level. I mean, I think it just basically depends on your ability to search the app store and <laughs> get an app. Uh, medium, medium. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.